Domestic violence is the pandemic that no one is talking about. Over the past year, domestic violence has increased exponentially and made it more difficult for survivors to access services. In order to address the domestic violence problem in our community, Harbor House of Kankakee has developed a way for you to make a difference. Join the Community Commission to End Domestic Violence. The Commission educates and activates the community by developing awareness initiatives, specialized training, and prevention activities so as to connect survivors to Harbor House and change the cultural response to domestic violence, thus creating a safer, stronger community. Commission members meet the third Thursday of every month at 5.30 via Zoom. Register for upcoming meetings at harborhousedv.org forward slash events. Together, we can end domestic violence. This message brought to you by Kankakee Podcast. To submit your nonprofit organization's PSA, email kankakeepodcast at gmail.com. Thankful for the way these stories hold on To the lifetime we won't get back, I know These rivers carry Welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we uh, talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore, and it's uh, that time of the month where we are joined by members of the Kankakee County Museum, or I should say not members, but uh, employees, staff. Uh, we have uh, Executive Director Veronica Featherstone here, or Featherston, excuse me, uh, joining us once again. And uh, then we are joined by the research coordinator, oh, mm-hmm. uh, Jory Walters. And it's we, we only met the, that initial meeting yes. of whatever back in March. Mm-hmm. So it's great to meet you again. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this episode being released right on Kankakee Day, it seemed like an, an appropriate time to talk about the formation of Kankakee County. And uh, mm-hmm. because that's what this day celebrates, right? It was yes. it was on this day in 1853 that mm-hmm. our county officially became in county. Yeah, became mm-hmm. Kankakee County. So that's uh, what we're going to be diving into today. And I know I I don't know if we should plug just in case like someone's actually listening to this. Like let's say it's early on in the morning, and maybe they want to go to the museum. Yes. What what is actually happening for Kankakee Day at the museum? So at the museum on Kankakee Day, Monday, June 21st, today, (laughs) um, we are having a presentation hosted by our research coordinator, Jory Walters, who is here with us today. And um, she'll she'll also be available to um, answer any questions, and we'll have the buildings open for tours. So um, 1 o'clock today. Okay, so Jory, that's when Jory has her presentation, right? Yes, 1 o'clock. Okay, wonderful. Um, and then did you want to plug anything else 
<laughs> like the I know we yeah, do the, have other events coming. Yeah, up. let's yes. let's just talk about those real quick. Too. Yes. So real quick, um, in July, we are looking forward to our French Heritage Camp, which will be from July 13th through 16th. That's a Tuesday through Friday. And the um, age group is ages eight through um, 12. And it will be from one to four on all of those days. So we'll have crafts and some French lessons and activities for the kids. Um, And then on July 17th, we are celebrating Bastille Day, which is the French national holiday, um, similar to our 4th of July. Uh, Everyone's welcome to come out for that. That is uh, from 1 to 4 on Saturday, the 17th. And then we have some events coming up in August. The Voyager Classic 5K is August 21st. And that is our big fundraiser for the French Heritage Museum. However, it is hosted at the Kankakee County Museum. And our cemetery walk at Mound Grove Cemetery is August 29th. That is a Sunday. You know, I've always wanted to go to that. I think I'm actually going to make that happen this year. I recommend it. It's a really unique uh, event. (laughs) Yeah, because you have uh, people... Uh, acting or dressing yes. up as, you know, like living com- history. <laughs> yeah, like Emery Cobb, for example, mm-hmm. right? That's one of the mm-hmm. the people you'll meet, quote mm-hmm. unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Veronica. Uh, so, Jory, let's get to it. The formation of Kankakee County. How does it? How does it all start? How did it become Kankakee? Uh, what was it? It was called Kankakee Depot at the time, right? Yes, it when- was. But we actually need to step back and go. About 20 years earlier, uh, settlement of Bourbonnet, Bourbonnet Grove, actually, was a French-Canadian settlement, and that was around the 1830s or so. And French-Canadians came down and were in the French Corridor. Uh, St. George, I think, too, was also. And a little bit south, Papineau. You know, we were kind of all within that French Corridor. But Bourbonnet was established, Bourbonnet Grove, and then it was around 1830s, but it was a pretty much agrarian society. Um, a lot of the fur trappers, et cetera, it was not an industrial kind of, of, of a settlement. Well, okay, back to uh, 1853, with the help of the Illinois Central Railroad, which is out of Chicago, they actually built towns along the railroad so that they can do the tracks down. Of course, that railroad goes all the way to New Orleans. And Kankakee was one of those uh, cities that they put on the map. Now, they wanted to be an industrial town, but what about the land in between Bourbonnais and Kankakee? <laughs> so we have a 20-year, approximately 20-year difference, but the land in between that is now Bradley was owned by the Perrys, Perry Farm, uh, Descendants Perry Farm. And that was the Bradley land in between North Street and South Street, all the way to the railroad tracks uh, and a little bit beyond. So did Perry own more than what is Perry Farm today? Um, They own, well, no. You're not sure? No. no. Oh, okay. What, what, all the way to the river uh-huh. and then what, the section of, of what is Bradley today, okay. which they owned. So between those two, and then and Bradley came in 1892. So all this time, we have one um, town, so to speak, three different towns, 
that operate as one, and all three have very different histories. So Kankakee was derived to make an industrial town, and we had all kinds of factories, and that's what it was pretty much designed for. And there was um, some debate on whether it should be Moments, which actually is the oldest settlement made up Kankakee County. It's older than Bourbonnet Grove, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, whether it be there or whether it be Kankakee to host the site, and it ended up being Kankakee. It was kind of tense for a while there. And then Kankakee, the county of Kankakee, was derived a little bit from Will County and a little bit from Iroquois County. They came together to meet. And then all of the um, townships were formed after that. So the townships were formed. They weren't. I, I always assume the townships were formed before the county. Mm, don't think so. No. I think they, okay. they came together, and um, then eventually, it, you know, the, the, the townships worked out, and then all the the individual towns came a little bit at a time, a little bit later. Yeah. And at the museum, actually, we have um, a map in our gallery that we have um, the story of Kankakee. We have a map that lists all the the towns and the townships when they were formed. Okay. Um, Bourbonnet was formed a settlement in the 1830s, but they weren't formally, you know, settled as of like 1878. They didn't actually become, you know, a town. Mm-hmm. Right, official. Yeah, official. Officially <laughs> yeah. Sta- established. It was there, but it wasn't yeah. almost, I, I don't know if not incorporated. That's probably incorporated. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so one of my questions is um, between the, the, the moments and the Kankakee seat, what was the, what was the conversation there going back and forth between moments and, uh, between having Moments be the county seat and then, mm-hmm. you know, Kankakee Depot mm-hmm. being the county seat. What was the, the... I think it was the railroads because we had east-west railroads and we had north-south. Well, they thought we don't want to go all the way to the east to do the railroad to go all the way south again. So they wanted to keep it on the railroad line. So that was pretty much the thing that decided it was Kankakee. This moments um, was a little bit too far to the east, whereas Kankakee was right along the lines where they wanted to set down mm-hmm. the railroad tracks. Yeah, because I mean there is a, there is a, a rail line that goes through moments, but at that time mm-hmm. I don't know when that was formed and and what railroad that was. I don't know if it was Illinois Central or someone else. Yeah, Illinois Central was north south. Um, Think of off the top of my head, I can't think of the railroad. There yeah. were a lot of different railroads that went through our area at the time. Right. Uh, many of them are non, you know, non-functional uh, right now, mm-hmm. and then some we still have. Um, Bourbonnet was did not have a stop. Bradley did, Kankakee did, Anstead, Clifton did, and Moments on the East Line did, but um, Bourbonnet opted to to not have a stop. For the railroad. Now, Moments, was was the argument for Moments being the county seat, was it because they had the population? Was that the argument? 
I think because yeah. probably they were the, the oldest and they really wanted to have the seat there because they were the, the first settlement there. Um, but I, I believe it came all down to business um, what made sense for the railroad yeah. uh, to go down. It all comes back to, to money. To money. Yeah. yeah, it's so yeah. funny how that yeah. works. And it's it blows my mind how much the, the railroads had so mm-hmm. much to do with the development mm-hmm. of not mm-hmm. only our county, but the entire country. Entire country, yeah. right. Because the people in the outer line areas of the county use the railroad to get into town a lot of the time. Uh, because we think um, like Buckingham, couple minutes away, 15 minutes away or so. On horseback or buggy, it's quite a distance. So railroad was a little bit faster to do. Uh, And the development of the city of Kankakee, railroad actually made all the difference in the world because Southeast Avenue, which is kind of only half now, (laughs) um, and Southwest Avenue, those were the areas right on... uh, the tracks, and those were the prime areas. And as the city developed, it developed um, to the east, and then Schuyler, and then, uh, I'm sorry, Court Street, and then Schuyler. But the railroad meant that they could produce more um, income, more goods, and they can outport, you know, export more goods in and out of the city much easier. Horse and buggy, that was great. That worked but in the city, that just was all the, the help in the world. They can get goods coming in, people coming in um, to the city. Uh, it worked out wonderful, and the city really grew out of that. If not for the railroad, I'm not sure, you know, what Kinkakee would be today. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so so pretty much to put it simply, when— uh, you know, on this day in 1853, Kankakee was nothing more than a, a pretty much a train depot. Right. At that time. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, it just grew with all the industry. It did. It did little by little. In fact, I read some passages where they uh, explain or in their uh, writings of looking at Court Street towards the east, all woods. <laughs> they had to tear down the trees yeah. to get the pavement, you know, to get the road going through there. So Southeast Avenue, if you wanted a business um, or a store or like an office space, that was prime location. And then as the city grew, Court Street, like the 100 block, was prime location. And then when they got Skyler going, then that was Prime location. So it just kind of moved a little bit around when um, the city started to expand a little bit. You can tell by the city directories which businesses were where, which uh, lawyers' offices were where, um, and, and so, so on and so forth. You can tell uh, by looking through the city books in particular yeah. how it grew. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that comes to my mind is you, you mentioned lawyers and the first mayor of the city of Kankakee, which I mean, technically wasn't called city of Kankakee at the time. Right. Um, he Wasn't he a, a lawyer for the railroad? Hmm. Can't you, answer that off the no? top of my head. Oh, okay. Sometimes I can answer things off the top <laughs> of my head, but I don't know everything. 
at yeah. the specific moment. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just remember I remember reading, um, and and I could be wrong on this too, but I and everything on the internet isn't true, you know. That's true. <laughs> so, but I always read that. Um, I think his name was Bonfield. Isn't that where yeah, Bond- Thomas Bonfield? Thomas mm-hmm. Bonfield. I mm-hmm. want to say he was the first mayor, and I thought I remember reading he was a lawyer for I don't know if it was Illinois Central or one of the other. Another railroad. He um, was a businessman, and he actually formed Bonfield, which was named. It was named something, something else. Something before it yes. was named Bonfield. Yes. And of course, off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> But I could have swore. It lose me at the moment. Yeah. But um, yes, he was the mayor and um, he did a, a lot of things. A lot of the early people were lawyers and a lot of them were businessmen. A lot of them were into the finances, um, banks. We had a lot of different banks. Nowadays, you can't be on one board of one bank and one across the street too <laughs> but then. they did yeah back then back then yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's so interesting to me how that would have worked you know yeah we were a good financial institution uh in downtown kankakee and we were good um industry and we had a lot of factories uh, a lot of people came to work we had a lot of immigrants that came to work. So Bourbonnet was mostly French settlers. Um, Kankakee and Bradley had a lot of mix of immigrants coming in to do the work. So we had a lot of hotels, a lot of restaurants, um, a lot of places to stay. And the hotel industry also was, was pretty good back then too. But we had a lot of immigrants come in and do jobs and there were shopkeepers, and they were business owners, and they worked in factories. Um, and as the city grew, uh, the the demand for more immigrants, more houses, et cetera, mm-hmm. grew. Um, I can show um, on maps where the city grew first, and like second, and then third, and fourth. You can tell um, 1883 map, which is our first map. And the 1900 map, and then the 1915, you can tell where the areas of the city all grew. Mm-hmm. I've got a map over there, and I think uh, the year on that county map, uh, I think it's 1876, maybe, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Now, one one question I was thinking of the other day is when... In 1853, when it became Kankakee County, were the county limits exactly the same as they are today, or did they change at all? No, it it was um, as it is today. I just find it interesting because on this map over here, there's a little section where it shows Gilman, and Gilman's not in Kankakee County. You know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you want? Yeah, I'm gonna look at it a little bit closer. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I should have. I should have brought that over here so you could uh, oh, no, take a okay. take a look at it. But I just always thought that was 
interesting that <laughs> if, if you obviously can't see this right now, but Veronica is uh, playing. Uh, uh, what, what's her name from Wheel of Fortune? White. Uh, Vanna. Vanna, Vanna White. White. <laughs> yeah. So Veronica is playing Vanna White right now as we're looking at this old map of of Kankakee County. But yeah, up in the corner, you see it shows Gilman there. Yeah, that's just because I need to. Um, they needed space to put it. Oh, okay. But this is the actual. Yeah. County. Right. Oh, okay. But they just needed space to put it. That's how they do it on mm-hmm. the 1883 map, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show a close-up of this, but this is actually the county. Yeah. And all the townships. Right. The towns. That's just up there because of space. It doesn't, it's not enough to have its own page. So they put the smaller towns on pages with the. With the bigger ones. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes that makes sense now. And then just a close up of of this of is yeah all the yeah. of Kankakee city mm-hmm. of Kankakee and all the different wards. Yeah, yeah. And at that time, I think there's four mm-hmm. on that map. There's four wards, and now there's how many today? There's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. Actually, yeah. I never looked into to wards before. I used to do that. Yeah, I, I look in the much older section. Older history. <laughs> right. It wouldn't make sense that you would look to see how many wards there are yeah. today. Yeah, I need to do that. That is a good, good point. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I want to, I know there's so many more and I should mm-hmm. even know what all the wards are today. I, mm-hmm. I feel stupid for not knowing them now. But something I always find interesting is all these, you know, you got all these townships, but then you have you. all of the the towns as well, or the villages. Mm-hmm. So what what came first? I mean, wh- wh- what was the point of of making all these townships, but then you have, you know, you got Bourbonnais, Mantino, and, and um, you know, Hersher, and, and all these others, but then you got all these little townships to go with it. Yeah, that's the way that is designed in every state. You have the national, then you have the states, then you have the township, then you have also the county, and then the township, and then the town, mm-hmm. which is the way it was yeah. designed. I was just way. wondering back at that time, what was their their thinking, you know, mm, with that? That is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Why have so many layers? Yeah, right. I just wasn't yeah. sure if you knew exactly how that pertained to, to our county. I, I think... Um, so every section of the county has a little bit of control. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, at least in today's world, um, Bourbonus Township takes care of roads for or snow removal, et cetera, uh, for a certain township. Um, but back in the day, I'm really not sure. Uh, that's also a good question. Yeah. Sometimes in history you have— a few more questions than you have answers because sometimes it's not clear cut. Right. Yeah. You, you yep. just don't know. So in, in your research, when the county officially became Kankakee County, um, how did, uh, how did things form out from there? I know we were talking about industry and, and all the factories that came mm-hmm. in, but do you know like what some of the first ones were and. Oh, industries. Um, we had, um, not necessarily in this order, but Crailer. The building's still there, Crailer Manufacturing. You know, we had... Um, Where is the Crailer It's building? in Bradley on South Washington Avenue, right next to the, the railroad. Okay. 
And that would have been Kankakee at the time, right? Or was well, that still, or North Kankakee? North Kankakee. It came, yeah. so, so I'm getting a little bit out. But <laughs> yeah. um, Bradley was actually formed to, say, to be North Kankakee to rival Kankakee for industry. Uh, J.D. Hardebeck uh, decided he was going to buy up some land. He asked Alva Perry if he could purchase this land in order to make uh, the town. And um, so that was one of the factories that went along, you know, came along. Bradley Manufacturing, which manufactured farm implements, um, he begged uh uh, David Bradley to come from from the Chicago suburbs, come down here, bring your plant down here. Uh, we have room, we have workers, and he said, "Okay, well, well, and you better name the town after me." Oh, yeah, you did. So, where Bradley? <laughs> I'm from Bradley. So those two factories were actually huge at the time. Both of them had fires. So now that they were big, and now they're like small fraction of what they used to be. Yeah. But very um, radiant at the time. Had a lot of industry, a, a lot of different uh, immigrants that worked there. Um, let me see. Uh, in Bourbonnais, we have few factories. I'm getting a little off here, but um, Armor Pharmaceutical, which is now um, CSL Bearing, that's been there since 1960. So that's one that's been here a long time that's still here, still making pharmaceuticals. Um, and we had um, Bear Brand Hosiery and Paramount Knitting Company. Uh, Bear Brand is where the jewel is on South uh, Washington Avenue. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. That was the site of Bear Brain. It was a pretty tall factory. And um, there is a building still downtown on Southwest Avenue that is tall. It looks like it's been shuttered a little bit. It's an ugly building right behind the gas station. That has been purchased uh, recently. I actually did some research on that for a company who was going to going to purchase it. Um, Brace, um, Pope Brace Company was in that building at one time as well. So what was mm -hmm. Pope uh, Brace Company exactly? They um, made braces for like polio people and uh, body braces for different types of um, uses for people who had a need for it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's that's behind the, the gas and wash, mm -hmm. right? Um, on... Court Street mm -hmm. or Court in Washington in the corner there yep. for just for reference on mm -hmm. people listening. Where is that? Yeah. <laughs> so and then we had Easy Wave Stoves, which was also Florence Stoves, uh, which turned into Roper and Roper is now no longer. It was on the, the far west side of town. It's a big open space now. But that was here for a long time. My grandfather worked there when it was Easy Wave uh, Stove and then Florence and then Roper. And um, they made munitions during the war. Yes. During World War II. Yes, that's munitions. right. I remember hearing that. My, mm -hmm. my grandfather worked there as well, but mm -hmm. when it was Roper, mm -hmm. and then he worked there until they, they mm -hmm. moved. I think they moved south. They did. After so many years of taxes and uh, legislation that just made it non, um, 
wanting to, to be in this area, uh, different companies moved right. out of the area or went broke. You know, some of them did. Um, and also David Bradley also was Roper as well. Roper took over that as well. But if you go to um, Bradley and you're down North Street, the railroad tracks going east, you can see the building, the red brick building, and it says David Bradley Imp. <laughs> Impla. Mm-hmm. And it said implements, but that part burned down. So you can see a shell of what, of what used to used to be there. And also one of those buildings says uh, Sears and Roebuck on it as well. Sears Roebuck. It was Sears as well. Yes. Um, so they changed names. Sometimes they changed a little bit of what they produced. Um, Sears Roebuck, of course, was number one uh, in the nation for sales catalog um, for all kinds of things. They they did a lot of um, domestic uh, appliances and things like that. Then they got into clothing and things like that. Um, we had a big Sears store in Meadowview um, Shopping Center for a while, and then it moved over to the mall, which... Right, we know that story, yeah. And then Sears also was downtown. Uh, Sears, JCPenney, <clears throat> and... Um, J.C. Penney, Sears, and um, Carson Perry Scott, Montgomery Wards were all downtown when shopping downtown was fashionable. And we have pictures of people and cars just lined up in a city. And you're like, what in the world? If you didn't know that was Skyler, you would say, wow, that is a a good street in uh, history for businesses. Uh, and people. Now our downtown is, well, not so vibrant, mm-hmm. you know, with people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're working on it, you know. They are. Yes, <laughs> they're they are. On it. Yeah. They're working on uh, getting a little bit back to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's neat to see some of the developments that are happening mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So when you do uh, a research on, on Kankakee County, what, what have been some of your favorite discoveries? Actually, the the most recent research project I did for a lecture um, that I was not able to give because I had an injury, and the most um, recent one I thought was was an interesting topic to try out was immigration and religion, um, the different churches, uh, not just in the Kiki. Bradley Bourbonnais area, which there's a lot of them, but churches around the county. Um, when people came from different countries, they brought their religion and, of course, their customs and foods, etc. So what I did was look through all, we have 1860 census, 1870, 1880. And what I did was look through them and looked at the different countries that people came from. And then I looked at the different towns in the area and the churches that were there and ones that are still there and practicing. Be a little bit of water. Yeah, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I I developed um, some talking points on the um, different different aspects of Catholic churches and then uh, French Presbyterian, and we had um, Polish 
uh, Catholic and German Catholic and German Protestant and, and all kinds of different um, areas and, and where they came from and what religion when they brought. Because remember, Germany with the Re- Reformation was split in two. So you, if they know if you, they came from one area, you know they were Protestant. If they came from an, another area, you knew they were Catholic. You know, so um, I just discovered a lot of of interesting um, information regarding the immigration of that period mm-hmm. uh, when the, the um, county was young and different settlements came to be. And of course, we are an agricultural county, and still to this day, we're an agricultural county. And that was uh, farm life was very important and going to to church and um, faith was very important to these people back then. And then, of course, it would have been easy just to focus on the churches in town. Well, right. Because there's so many of them. Well, yeah, just just in Kankakee alone, Mm -hmm. there were so many different Mm -hmm. churches. And Mm -hmm. even just if you talk about like even just the Catholic churches, Mm -hmm. there's a ton of those. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't even uh, Mm -hmm. cover all the, the other forms of Christianity mm-hmm. or I mean, is it mostly Christianity that you find or is there what what other religions? No, just forms of Christianity okay. at this period. Mm-hmm. A little bit later, uh, we have um, a smaller Jewish population okay. and we had a synagogue. I was going to say, did we ever we have had. one? Mm-hmm. Where was that? It was on uh, in Riverview. Um, it's on the street where Bradley House is. Okay, it's on where the, the right house is, right? Yeah, Oop. Oop. <laughs> it's on the corner. Is that a there. pen? <laughs> uh, my, yeah, oh. uh, and uh, it's on the corner of um, I want to say Harrison. Yes, that's in River Street. Yes, that's Harrison. It's, it's River an empty building now, but it, it was a synagogue. Oh, okay. So the building itself mm-hmm. is still there. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Now, when did do you know when that came in? In the I believe the early twenties. So, so that must have been when they, well, obviously we all know the Jewish community has been prosec- or persecuted for yes. for hundreds of mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. But at that time, um, it, you know, in the 20s, maybe um, more of them were coming over from Europe, even mm-hmm. before the mm-hmm. World War II. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, the, the Jaffes in town were a part uh, who developed the Shapiro's. Because uh, um, Samuel Shapiro is from here, our governor, um, and they developed, uh, came together to develop the the synagogue. Okay. The, um, by by Nay Temple, if I have that correct, I have to look that up. Um, but yeah, they came together for that. But that's all, and that came a little bit later. And then we have Greek. Um, which came oh, yes. also a little bit later. Greek too. Orthodox. We right. still have Greek Orthodox, which is on, I believe it's Washington and Chestnut, I believe, which is down the street from what was St. Mary's, the uh, in, um, Inception uh, Church was German Catholic, which the building is still there. I think I know which there, there's a and it's empty right now, isn't it? It is. Okay. Yeah, that's um, 
I, I see it all the time because mm-hmm. um, I go to that CVS. Yeah, it's across the court. street from there. Okay, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered mm-hmm. what the story is on that church because yep. I'm like, you know, it looks boarded up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, the Catholics had kind of uh, the French Catholics kind of had um, the say so over the Catholic Church because there were so many. Uh, French, and they developed the Catholic Church. Well, the Germans said, well, we would like to have a church of our own in our own vernacular. Okay, so that church raised enough money for that building. Then the Irish who came to town, well, we would like it in English. So St. Pat's. And then St. Stanislaus in uh, Polish, which was on the east side of Kankakee, north um, of Port Street. I can't tell you exactly the exact street okay. at the moment. but So instead of kind of having different masses in one building mm-hmm. with d- their own mm-hmm. language, they just went off, they made their own yeah. churches, Raised their own money. buildings, mm-hmm. and just had, you know, their mass, their Catholic mass in, in German mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and in Polish and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and then St. Teresa's. Catholic Church on the east side came later on, and then St. Martin of Tours on the west side also came up about a little bit later on. I was going to say, wasn't that yeah. one of the last mm-hmm. ones formed? Mm-hmm. So we had Central, and then we had East and West. Now um, they're all formed into one, uh, into St. John the Paul, St. Pope. John Paul, Paul II. Paul II, yeah, I know, it's, right a, it's a long name, yeah, it's yeah. a long name, yeah. yeah. So the other two, they still use all three buildings, but right. um, they use, I think, St. Tours building a little bit more. Because it's newer, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, there was St. Rose, too. Yeah, St. Rose is the oldest. Um, also on um, Entrance Avenue and Chestnut, there is a church there today, and that used to be a German Baptist church. And a lot of, sometimes we have um, actual documents from churches in their own languages, so we have in, in German, and then we have uh, things in French. Um, and so it's interesting to, to look through and, and see actual, um, and then churches would move and then buy each other's buildings. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so funny. you and so we would have another German church in an old German church building mm-hmm. of a different congregation, and then they would move to another building. So it it was um, sometimes a little bit you had to keep up with exactly which church it is you're talking about because it moved, and then some were were bulldozed and you know, dissolved. But it's interesting to look at the, the earliest maps and see the ones downtown uh, on the map, and like French Presbyterian. Who hears? That's an unusual one. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, Danish something. Um, so some of them are really interesting to, to hear about and to study. What was the first church? Was it the one across the street from the courthouse? First I have to look that one up to okay. be certain. I'm asking hard questions. Yeah, I apologize. I don't want to, because 
all that what I say, um, I'm confident, but I do make mistakes. I will talk. Oh, yeah. We're all human. I do make mistakes. <laughs> and if anyone catches me in a mistake, let me know. <laughs> it's like when I do um, lectures, if I say something that is incorrect, let me know so I can yeah, change. Yeah, right. You know, uh, update. I did uh, a lecture one time. Uh, a walking uh, walking tour of Beckman Park. Oh, cool! Where um, the electric park used to be in the roller coasters, and I made an error on, on judgment on where I thought the entrance might be. Okay. And so there was an elderly man who said, "Um, um, excuse me, uh, you know that's not where it was." Because <laughs> he might have been there, right? His aunt worked there. Oh, okay. So he's like, "No, no, no, it was over here." I said. Tell us about it. I am so sorry. So he said, I, I don't mean to, you know, tell you. Absolutely. If I have it incorrect, that's okay. I don't mind at all because it helps me um, make corrections and then I can do a better, you know, next time. Right. And mm -hmm. Electric Park was one of the many business mm -hmm. facets of mm -hmm. Emery Cobb, which... Mm -hmm. At one, at some point, I would like to do an episode just on him, just because he did so much. He did, in, yes, in Kankakee. So yeah, there's a we could do a definitely mm -hmm. a whole episode just on Emory Cobb alone. Mm -hmm. So, um, but that's what I found out for my my latest um, lecture. Uh, I really want to dive into all of the um, religious aspect of the communities at that time okay uh, when people were coming so what mm -hmm. are, what are some of the other things that you're going to be focusing on on the presentation that you're going to be giving today at the museum um, I will be focus on, focusing on the um, how the county became the county but also you started with Bourbonnet and to go even further than that it was a reservation. This was all Native American land when these settlers came into it. And I'm honest, honestly, Native American is not my area of expertise. Mm -hmm. um, so I really don't talk about it as much as I should. Mm -hmm. um, but it was definitely a an area. And then the Treaty of Tippecanoe when they bought out a lot of the land and then moved, you know, the, the natives out. So this was... Um, Bourbonnet and um, I have it off the top of my head what the reservation was called, but I have to look that up. Rockville? No. Or Rock, was it, wasn't it Rock something? No, that's one of the townships. Yeah. Um, I have it on the top of my head and I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe it'll come to And you then later. eventually it was divided up little by little from there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Was part of that reservation where the state park is today? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Yep. So I, I know you don't know a ton, but what can you tell us about the Native Americans that were here? Uh, most of them were Potawatomi. And the, the state park actually has a campground for Potawatomi named Potawatomi. And I always thought that was interesting when I was a little girl. And I used to call it Potawatomi when I was close. Um, but we would ride through the park and go through that area and everything. Um, and uh, there's a lot of landmarks still there. And sometimes people will ask me about uh, Shabona, um, one of the leaders, and some of the other areas that they noticed and I'm like, mm, so, I can do it. So Shabona was one of 
the Native Americans the that lived. Mm-hmm. See, I always wondered where that mm-hmm. name came from. Yep. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with Shabona because it's yeah. one of the school names the school in Bourbonnais, mm-hmm. which makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So what do you, you just know that Shabona was one of the leaders. Do you know anything else about Shabona? Yeah. No, I no. really honestly need to um, brush up when I go a little further back yeah. in that. Also, I I'm, do Bourbonnais um, um Perry Farm history as well. Yes. And that was Native American as well. Earlier, early, early on. So I really need to brush up on that area. I usually kind of start after that. Um, and I don't mean to offend anybody with this. I'm just not my area that I know no, a whole, you're just, whole lot about. You're just being honest. Yeah. So that that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm right in the same boat with you. I'm just wanting to learn more about that too. I, I, I do, do know a little bit, mm-hmm. but not much. I actually I have a friend who I <laughs> who I ask a lot of for Native American, actually, too, that are more versed in that area uh-huh. than I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I One of the other little things I know is like uh, Shawanasi, mm-hmm. which there is the Camp Shawanasi, yes. which is near mm-hmm. uh, the Kankakee River State Park. Um, I believe from what I've read is that Shawanasi was, was one of the, the leaders mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from the Potawatomi, but mm-hmm. he was... He was uh, older when mm-hmm. the Treaty of Tippecanoe happened mm-hmm. and when everyone migrated to, yeah. I believe it was Iowa. Mm-hmm. And he didn't think he could make the trip, so he stayed mm-hmm. and he died here. Mm-hmm. And they're not mm-hmm. sure anymore, though, where his grave actually was. And mm-hmm. I think it was it was some type of house or, or something mm-hmm. like that that his body was wow. placed in. Mm-hmm. And that was like his... His burial, but something something mm-hmm. happened, and and they're not yeah. sure where he lies anymore. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I you know that's one yeah. of the little things I do know. Yeah, but like I said, sometimes more mysteries than yeah than questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, I I think uh, I think we'll be able to find more more answers to to some of these questions. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's a matter of digging further. And but then sometimes when you dig further, you still have more. Yes, yes. More questions. Yeah. And a lot of times I will answer answer questions that I didn't have questions about, but I found the answers to. Yeah. You know, it just <laughs> kind of sometimes works out that way. Right. Exactly. Um, and sometimes students come from um, all of that uh, class will come, and I will say. To do research, you really need to, to dig. Uh, on the Internet, yes, you can do a lot from the Internet, but it also helps to really dig into ap- actual material, books and files, et cetera, mm-hmm. and weigh the evidence um, that you uncover. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so any, like, last major points um, that you want to – put out there for mm-hmm. Kankakee Day on yes. any major cool discoveries that you've found in, in your, you know, years mm-hmm. of, of research? Well, I have, have done um, cemetery walk for about 10 years now, and I choose all the names. And the more I look into, we'll say the founding fathers of the city, most prominent names, um, I'm always amazed to see how many People there are, and women, 
who had made huge contributions to the city in so many ways. And uh, the more that I dig into the city's history, um, the, the more I find and the more it is interesting. And sometimes, like, we're doing some names over again uh, because the cemetery, the oldest part, um, is big, but we can't do too much because it's such a huge cemetery. So in order to make it logistical, we have to sometimes use um, names more than once. But sometimes we're going to take a different avenue. For example, um, we're doing Fanny Still, who was one of the curators at the museum. But we're going to do a little take on her, uh, her life as uh, assistant to the small family. So, oh, okay. well, first time we did as curator, now we're taking it to her life in a little different aspect. So, it is interesting to learn uh, different things about these people. And when I think I've learned it all, I'm like, holy cow, I've learned more. Same way with photographs, photographs of, say, downtown. And once I think I've seen every photograph of downtown, I find more photographs uh, <laughs> that I had not seen before. So um, it's always exciting because I find new and interesting material uh, that I can use um, at different points. And it's just nonstop kind of interest that um, comes out and love to be in the files looking for things. Yeah. And doing requests for people and getting ready for lectures, et cetera. Okay. It's exciting. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. very exciting. And uh, I'm happy that you're you're doing a lecture for Kankakee Day, mm -hmm. which we should once again mention, just in case someone is uh, listening to this before uh, 1 p.m. today, uh, June 21st, um, Jory will be giving a presentation, probably diving a lot more into it than mm -hmm. we have mm -hmm. today. Yeah, I feel like I kind of did a little bit off. It all comes together. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we could, like I said, we could spend a whole day on, on certain aspects, obviously mm -hmm. like Emory Cobb or, mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, the mental hospitals we mm -hmm. had and mm -hmm. there's just all kinds of mm -hmm. different things. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if you want to, uh, I hear Jory do the presentation today. That's at 1 p.m. But obviously, you can go to the museum anytime to look at mm -hmm. all the amazing mm -hmm. things. What, what's your favorite uh, exhibit at the museum, Jory? The Gallery of Kankakee County History, because mm -hmm. that kind of gives a little bit of, of everything uh, in the county. A little... Um, a little bit of pioneers, a little bit of the natives, a little bit of the industry, uh, a little bit of tourism. Yeah. Yeah. That's there's my favorite area. I, that's one of my favorite parts, too. It, it's hard to pick a favorite mm -hmm. is, is mm -hmm. my thing. And, and I want to reiterate, the museum is a lot bigger than people realize, and there's a lot more mm -hmm. uh, artifacts there than people realize. So mm -hmm. it's definitely uh, good to check that out. Plus the, uh, the small house is there, mm -hmm. and you have the Taylor one-room schoolhouse, mm -hmm. which was originally in Rockville. Mm -hmm. So there's there's several things to uh, check out. Um, Veronica, we should. I want to reiterate once again the events that you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, just so people can hear those things again. Yeah. So let's talk about that. All right. So first up is today, <laughs> <1 p. m. laughs> um, then July uh, 13 through 16. 
1 to 4 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. We will have the French Heritage Camp for um, 8 to 12-year-olds. Um, you can register anytime on our website or come on into the museum to register. Um, on July 17th at the French Heritage Museum, we have the Bastille Day Festival. And then August 21st is our Voyager Classic 5K. Um, the race starts at 8 o'clock, and you can register for that right now um, through the website as well. And then August 29th is a Sunday, and that is our cemetery walk. Right. And uh, can't, so, so you, you organize all of that, Jory? You pick the names and everything? Yeah, or? I choose the names, okay. and um, I go to the cemetery. Actually, I didn't do it this year because I used names I used before. Okay. But I go there with um, a pad of paper and just write down names and then do make sure it's logistical so people will be able to follow it in a in a timely manner. And um, if I have information on that person, uh, then we use it sometimes a great name, great person, but I don't have anything, you know, useful that I can use for him. Um, and then I just you know, have a list. And then I do um, their, uh, Jack Clacy writes all the scripts. I give him all the files. Uh, I do a little brochure, a little snippet of um, the persons that we're doing and how, you know, significant. But this year we're doing a couple of duos. So I'm going to have the Swinnell brothers. Um and who are the Swinnell uh, brothers? Fred and William, the Swinnell Small Hardware. Okay. Um, they're one of the earliest, you know, um, salespeople, um, shopkeepers. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do a duo. They're going to actually be speaking to each other and then saying, you know, this is our life. This is what we've done. But two interacting together. Uh, then we'll have Hickox, uh, Warren Sr. and his daughter. And then, um, and what did they do? Warren Hickox was a judge, <clears throat> and um, Anna Brad Anna Hickox Bradley married to a uh, uh, son of um, or was a grandson, forget of David Bradley. Okay, manufacturing, and okay. then they lived at Bradley House. Okay, so we're going to be doing duos, a couple of single single people, but mostly. Um, talking to each other about their lives. Um, and then Jack does the all the scripts on it. He does an awesome job on that. And then um, the rest of the staff does the other portions of it. But it starts with me and choosing all the names. Okay. And then we work with Dan Hayes, who does uh, management at the um, cemetery. Okay. And so we work with him. And uh, for setup and everything, and are most of the the you know the the founding fathers, as you mentioned earlier, are most of them buried in that so cemetery? Many or? of them are, uh -huh. and they also had stake in the. They were on the board of directors of that cemetery, <laughs> so a lot of them had the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest headstones, and uh, they made and they, sure they did. And they probably didn't have to pay much for them. Probably because not. They... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, it all yeah. comes back to the, to the <laughs> they money. They were on that's... boards of everything, uh -huh. and so many of the names um, and the generations, mm -hmm. you know, on boards yeah. of different things. Yeah. And, you know, you don't see one name one time. You see it yeah. many a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Well, that'll be cool. That uh, that cemetery walk coming up. So, um, is uh, Jory or, or Veronica anything else about Kankakee Day or that you want to mention before we before we go? Um, just mention that anybody who would like to to request information, I do that. I take all kinds of requests. So if um, someone is like looking to find out more about mm-hmm. like their not necessarily their family or just a certain yeah anything related to the county okay um i have a file on probably most everything um you can email me joriewalters.k3museum.com at gmail at gmail.com <laughs> it's a long one <laughs> yeah or call or come in and i'm happy to do that absolutely um Love to do lectures, and I love to do um, requests. Okay, wonderful. And, yeah, just to reiterate, um, anyone can go to KankakeeCountyMuseum.com, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they can find links to both mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the Kankakee County Museum and the French Heritage Museum. They are two all separate uh, mm-hmm. campuses, mm-hmm. but it, it's all there mm-hmm. at Kankakee County Museum. And then what uh, we should mention, what are the museum hours, though? I, I forgot, to, yeah. forgot um, to mention that. Our regular hours are Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 4, and Saturdays 1 to 4. And the French Heritage Museum is only open on Saturdays from 1 to 4. Okay, wonderful. But on Monday... This coming Monday, we will be open, (laughs) which is unusual. So we have to get it out there that we'll be open on that Monday. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Veronica. And thank you, Jory, for uh, for being here once again. So I uh, have many topics to talk about at any given time. Right. And I'm sure you'll be back when we, you know, focus on some other topics. So I know originally we were, I think, talking about doing... uh, like more like the 1920s, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, gangster mm-hmm. era. But then I w- then I realized that the, this episode was going to be dropping on Kankakee Day, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, wait a minute, mm-hmm. maybe we should yeah. switch gears a little mm-hmm. bit. So maybe that's what we'll be doing yeah. next month. But I yeah, just a just mm-hmm. a friendly reminder that uh, it's the the third Monday of um, each month here at Kankakee Podcast. We have uh, staff from the Kankakee County Museum to come on and and talk uh, specifically about one part of uh, history in our mm-hmm. county. So mm-hmm. um, so we're excited to uh, see what we cover next month. So mm-hmm. All right, thank you again. Thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. That concludes this episode of Kankakee Podcast. I'm Jake Lamore. You can find a new episode of the podcast every single Monday at KankakeePodcast.com or wherever it is that you download podcasts. If you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, all I ask is that you give us a positive rating and review. It really does go a long way. And while you're at it, sign up for our mailing list at uh, KankakeePodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at KankakeePodcast for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. People tend to stick to you.